that moment in my life showed me a lot about who I was. It showed me a lot about who I needed to be in many ways. I wouldn't say that I knew exact for exact of this is where I'm going. This is what I need to do or this is the path I need to walk. It was just that I was there and I needed to feel love. In a world where there's so much noise and information, one podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business, and ways to become a truly peak performance human. Now, get ready as your host, Jake Havron, is here to help you live the strategic life. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Strategic Life Podcast. It's your host, Jake Havron here, and it has been a minute. I know, I know, we haven't been recording and uploading as uh, routinely as we should be. However, I will let you know right now, we are on path to getting back at that, and you're going to be in for a treat here today. This guest is powerful with the story shared right from the get-go, and and matter of fact, the guest actually flew in just for this interview, and I was blown away. I actually was in tears hearing this story of a situation that almost took his life and uh, put him back months in his life with the recovery, uh, what he learned from that. And you're just going to really be moved right from the get-go on that and then see how does he influence others from once working at PepsiCo to now running multiple successful companies. And you're going to really just feel and experience this guest's heart and how he leads through his heart on his sleeve. So be ready to have your heart moved. Be ready to get some great entrepreneurial tips. And without further ado, I am so honored and excited to introduce you to Dusky Roke. Mr. Dusky Rogue Dalton. What's up? Dude, it is so funny that your last name is Dalton. I didn't know about that actually until literally when I was looking at your bio. My, my brother's <laughs> name is Dalton. Yeah, that's crazy. But you that's go by good, Dusky Rogue. Yeah, I go by Dusky Rogue. Just mostly, it's just kind of evolved into that. Yeah. A lot of people just, because when I see them for the first time, they know me as Dusky Rogue. So they'll, it's, it's kind of funny when you reach... I guess a certain level. I mean, you probably got into it. Jason's got into it. People don't just call you, you know, Jake or Jason. They call you like your full name, right? Mm -hmm. So when I talk about Jason, when I'm with my wife, I always say, you know, Jason Haugen. And so when when people meet me, they generally say, oh, hey, Dusky Rogue. Dusky Rogue. Well, it's got a good catch to it. And and that's that's actually a big uh, um, nod to uh, personal branding. Thank you. Right? That, that's what personal branding is, is now people call you that. And yeah. You know, I, it's, it's so wild how you and I met probably what, two and a half weeks ago. We had, <laughs> before then we had no clue who each other were. Mm -hmm. And now here we are in our, in our home, talking shop, talking partnership. And it all started, I, I, I want to plant this seed for the listeners because this is how special partnerships come and how you could go from like zero to a hundred real quick. You yeah. don't have to, you don't have to have a slow transition in your phrase. Like if you know it, you know it. Oh yeah. 
And, you know, Dusky was, um, Dusky was starting this amazing event called Rogue World, which we're going to talk all the details on. And he was like, I need speakers, but I don't, I already have so many speakers. I don't want to just need any speaker. He was like, I need a powerful female speaker. And no, he's not talking about me right now. All right. <laughs> okay. I, he's talking about Emily, but he didn't know who Emily was. Nope. And through the power of referrals, Jason told you about Emily, right? Yeah. And Jason didn't really know Emily too. He knew of her, Yeah. but he still was like, Hey, this girl, Emily. So I remember I was sitting in, uh, I was sitting in the, actually the upstairs living room. And I remember hearing Emily like talking shop with like someone, <laughs> I didn't know who it was, but it was like, yeah, this, that. And I was like, it's like eight o'clock at night. You don't normally do this. She comes running out after and she's like, oh my gosh, I have so much to tell you. I, I need your highlight reel right away. And I was like, what, what's going on? She was like, I just talked to this guy, Dusky. He's running this event in, in Utah. It's, it's, it's this incredible opportunity and there, here's this and this and this. And, uh, and, and I got the speaking gig and I was like, wow, okay. I was like, well, let me meet this guy. Cause you know, he said it's his first event and I want to see how it could help. And we got on a zoom Oh yeah. and you know, the zoom and I, I, I just want to make this like really clear for people. And obviously this is all about you, but I want to build that gap. This, uh, the zoom, I was just on there to really see how I could serve. Oh yeah. The last thing I want to do is be like, Hey, you got an event. Can I speak? Cause you get like hundreds of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've gotten quite a bit extremely recently. And it's, and it's, and uh, dude, I, because I've done an event, I know that, and I know that feeling, and it's really awkward. And so I was like, how can I just come and serve? Of course I'd love to speak, but that's, if it's not my mission at that time, it's not. And I was like, how can I help you? How can I do this? And we connected, it's supposed to be a 15 minute call, turned out to be an hour. Now I'm speaking at your event, <laughs> we're gonna crush it. And now here you are with your entire team, and oh, yeah, we're having awesome. an interview all from that one decision. Oh yeah. So we're excited to have you here, brother. Thanks, thanks, it's been, it's. It's incredible because I built Rogue World from a man, Jason. Like I didn't build it for me. I didn't, I didn't build it to elevate me. In fact, I, my original plan was I wasn't gonna speak at the event. The original plan was I'm just gonna get all these powerhouses together mm -hmm. and they're gonna do it. And my wife just kind of said, you know what, you, d you need to speak because I mean, I've spoken before. It's not like it's my, it'll be my first ever speaking right. gig or anything like that. I've spoken before, but she said like, you built this event for someone else. That's exactly the reason why you need to speak because you didn't build it to highlight yourself. Rogue World was just, it was an easy thing that I like put in. I had a logo for it already because I was thinking about, okay, I'm gonna start Rogue World, S Corp, all my rogue businesses. Yep. And then, so I already had a logo, so I'm like, Let's just call it Rogue World. That's the first step. Right? Let's, let's just put it out there. And literally, I had boom, 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 people. And then I hit up Jason. I said, hey, we have to have the most bad A women come and, and just really shake the house. Mm -hmm. And so he sent me three names. And Emily was the first one. And so, and then I, and I see Emily after I posted that Jason's going to speak. I see her, her like it. So I just reached out. And I was like, hey, let's talk. That night, literally five minutes later, we're on the phone, just vibing about it. And then yeah. talking with you, I just knew that there was going to be, there was going to be a powerhouse if I connected the two, mm. right? I was like, there's something between just them two. They're both powerful individuals, but putting them together and saying, Hey, instead of you have this much time and you have this much time, you guys have a combined this time. Mm-hmm. 
free game, Which we're gonna whatever do. you we're want. Gonna, we're going to figure out something special with I'm that. I'm excited. And I appreciate you, and that's very kind. But you, my friend, uh, I want to start off because there's a lot to dive in with what you're doing with Rogue Syndicate, you know, Rogue X, uh, Rogue uh, Liquidity. Like, first of all, personal branding. Well done. <laughs> Emily's, Emily's already impressed by that because she's the branding queen. Yeah. But I, I heard you briefly talk about you had a full third degree body burn and yeah. that was actually a pivot to a lot of what you're doing now. Can you, can you expand on that? Yeah, it's, it's really hard to talk to talk about. Um, uh, a while ago, uh, in 2017, November 6th, um, my then wife and I, we were cooking on, you know, just on, on a stove like you would with your, with your wife next to each other and a aerosol can uh, exploded and set us aflame. She got burnt, I, got on, I was on fire um, for just a brief moment. I think there was, there was probably some kind of debris or something on my shoulder, but stop, drop, and roll never came so quick at a better time. Um, and then I had third degree down my neck and down my arms. Oh my um, in fact, like I'll just, even though we're in a podcast and everything, literally yeah, image, we could put it up on. The yeah. This was, video. this was me, um, two weeks into the hospital. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, and for those listening, we'll, we'll have it, you know, up on the YouTube, but you can't recognize this man. You, yeah. look, you look like you're completely no hair. You look like you're 65 years old there. Yeah. Burned to a crisp. Yeah, I... Uh, Holy crap. I just... I uh, walked out. Um, uh, you know, we're in an apartment building. I remember opening the door to our neighbors, looking at us, like looking at our... Literally our skin burning off of our faces. And... Uh, I remember as I was rolling on the ground, screaming, call 911, like, please, God, call 911. And my ex, my ex-wife, she didn't even know she was burnt at the time, uh, like, huge blessing. She called 911, and she said, what do I say? And I said, tell them the house is on fire, which nothing else was on fire. Um, but, I, but then they said, you need to come, you need to get to the street. From the moment the phone, the 911 call to the, to the ambulance, to me going, getting into the hospital was nine minutes. Wow. It was incredible. Holy crap. I remember walking to the street and looking at the lights and just not understanding. It was November. It was really cold. I'm, you know, there's so much going on and, um, them coming to me and my wife wasn't there yet. And I said, you have to take uh her first i'm not leaving until her um and we we weren't real my my ex-wife and i we weren't really compatible in a way but you know we were we were friends right and uh we get to the hospital and i'm sitting there there i'm like i'm so thirsty they're not going to give me water they're not going to do any of those things because they don't know where everything yeah. is and they say we have to get you to salt lake and I'm in Provo at the time. And they're like, we need to get you life lighted now. And so I remember like leaving and them cross like them crossing my arms and taking me to the the helicopter, my dad, 
he made it there and was telling me, don't worry, I'll be there. Like putting me on that. Yeah. And then me going to life lighting, I, I was out. Remember getting to there, 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 and the worst part of the whole thing, rather than getting burnt alive, and all those things, was when I came in. They said this is going to be the worst part, and them just putting you on a steel table and just starting to take your skin off, oh and just taking off. And they said you can tell us when to stop. We'll give you morphine, all these things. And I remember yelling stop, and they just wouldn't stop because they knew that they they had to say that, but then they had to help me. Oh. Gosh, but that that moment in my life showed showed me a lot about who I was. Uh, showed me a lot about who I needed to be mm-hmm. in many ways. I wouldn't say that I knew exact for exact of this is where I'm going. This is what I need to do, or this is the path I need to walk. It was just that I was there and. And then I needed to feel love yeah. because through that, um, I was doing photography at the time. I was very big into it. Um, kind of established myself in just like the Utah scene as kind of one of those guys that you, Hey, do you know Dusky? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They started uh, a, a photo. Well, they started to go fund me and all, every photographer I knew r- made stories and said, this guy might not ever shoot again. Because we don't know how his hands look. Mm-hmm. We don't know any of that. But after that, I had bandages on me for years. Um, they were they did amazing. Like obviously like Wait, yeah, for, for those that can't see Dusky right now, like you would never know that yeah. this happened to you. And that, that is just like the true grace of God. Like Oh yeah. You look like I wouldn't even be able to tell. They exp- well, U of U is a it's a teaching hospital. And it's one of the best. It's one of the best burn units in the world. Wow! And so they said, "Hey, we're gonna, we're just gonna experiment and do some stuff." Like they're literally like, "We don't know what we're gonna. We're gonna just try some random stuff." They they use uh, what's called superfell on me, and normally you have to staple it to you, big gashing scars. And they're like, "We're just gonna super glue it, and then we're gonna put." They had to put all this stuff, and they said, "We're gonna wrap it and leave it for three weeks, and we're not even gonna look at it." for three weeks. And then every single day, three times a day, I, I, I got my face scraped every day, screaming oh every gosh. day, three times a day, same pain, living through the same thing, suffering from, you know, PTSD from that. I was on medications wow. and, and on, and after that, you know, it's, it's, it was, it was hard. And the, the it was, it's kind of funny and it's kind of funny how, you know, God works is, you know, I found, when I married uh, my wife now, her name's Lindsay, first, I couldn't sleep at night. You know, I'd wake, I'd go to bed for an hour and I'd be up. And, you know, I've talked to, you know, Jason about this, like, I'm up. Like, I, I don't go to bed till 2 and I wake up at 5 a.m. Because I can't sleep because of the things that go through my mind when I'm sleeping. And so, but when I met my wife, Lindsay, I no longer had to take medications. Wow. I would sleep next to her like I would just like I'll be out I would I would be she was she was an answer to my prayers in many ways but for that little that little moment but what that did to me is while I was in the hospital for months months on end hoping that when they unwrap my arm I don't you know I'm in the burn unit I'm seeing I'm seeing babies 
with they're not going to have feet because their their parents didn't test the water before they put them in for a bath. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm thinking that I might not have an arm and they had to let me know that like if this doesn't work and it gets any kind of infection, you won't have a right arm. And I'm and uh, thinking I had amazing people come and visit me. I actually have a tattoo on my leg of a t-shirt, a t-shirt logo because I only I didn't have any clothes. And and one person that I I don't even have a relationship. I only met them maybe once. Brought me this t-shirt that said "Stay Pumpy." It was a, like a workout shirt. And I have that tattooed on my leg now because, because that was the only, the only, the only article of clothes I had through that experience. But while I was in there, I, my life wasn't going right. I wasn't, I wasn't married to somebody I loved. Um, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I was working for Coca-Cola at the time, top, top of my game when it came to being a great employee. Mm -hmm. Um, I I wasn't happy with my life. I was actually trying to find answers to work with another like personal development coach three days before I had the accident. And the first thought I had when I woke up the next day after everything was, it's not the right thing. Like you don't need that. That's mm-hmm. not what you need. You don't need somebody to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make you six figures this next year. I didn't need that. Cause I knew I could do it. I needed I needed to start helping. I need to start blessing others and going out. So after that, just my life started to change from there. Started to change. Yeah, well, it started to progressively move up. And we'll, we'll, I want to discuss that. But first off, man, to start off the podcast and to share those emotions, like really respect that. Thanks, and, man. You know, you are a savvy businessman, right? For everyone listening, like this man knows how to do business but for you to bring that empathy and those raw emotions like it says so much about you because i could only imagine that you know how to bring those emotions naturally into uh business and oh, i wear I, my heart on my sleeve i could tell and that's man i couldn't even i mean listening to that story uh, it I, I was in your shoes even though i do not want to be in your shoes in that situation because it sounds like hell and for you to go through that and the way you describe that and to to let people know that because you know what we don't know someone either listening or a loved one has probably gone through something traumatic like that of like why did this happen to me like i'm you know maybe life's not the best right now but it's not like i'm an evil person like why why god or why whatever you believe in like why would that happen to me like have you had those thoughts when 100 percent? i think you would be lying to yourself if you didn't you know i I was a good guy. I wasn't. I never did anything really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, I you know lived across the ocean and talked to people about Jesus for two years. And that's all I did. Never hugged a girl yeah. during that time. None of that stuff. Just literally devoted my life to just doing that. That was and, in New Zealand, right? Yeah, in New Zealand. And and then I come home. I don't really understand what love is or anything. I. You know, my mom wasn't mentally stable and she still really isn't. She got in a car accident while I was gone and uh, had a TB, a TBI, a traumatic brain injury, yeah. kind of changed her. And I didn't know what love was. And she told me that I loved this girl 
So it was almost like an arranged marriage mm. without, it was like a, it was like a, you went with it kind of oh thing. My gosh. And, uh, I just, yeah, I, with, with everything that was happening, you know, I, I was a good, I was a good husband. I was a good worker. I was always on time. When you get into there, you, you say, okay, God, like, why is it because I'm not going to church enough? Mm. Is it because I'm not like, what am I not? You go through all the, the things you're not doing and we can, and everybody right now, like anybody that's listening to this, if you think about one thing you're not doing, I bet you it didn't take you more than a millisecond to think that. Yeah. But then I, I've never been the kind of the guy to sit in sadness or in anger. I don't sit there because I've seen what it does. Uh, my mom, for example, when I was a little boy, when I was just before I was, I left my house till I was 18, my mom would get so mad that we would sit in the living room as a family and be so anxious that we would make jokes and everyone would laugh because you're so anxious inside because you know the, the torment that is about mm. to come. My mom never hit me, but just this, the screaming and the anger and the guilt of you didn't, you didn't dust the piano or, or something along those lines because she had a bad day at work. Yeah. I could relate like, with that too. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I, I can't be that that person, my, my mom taught me, I couldn't be that person. My mom was amazing in a lot of other ways. Yeah. But when my mom got mad, you know, I mentioned this with, with, with Jason, my mom, she got so mad one time. And this is like burned into my brain that she, you know, we had, we had ceilings, maybe, maybe a foot shorter than this. She threw a hammer at the ground so hard. It bounced up and broke our chandelier. And my mom, I, I don't want anybody from here thinking that my mom was just a rage bull all the time. Uh -huh. 80% of the time was a dream with yeah. my mom. She was, a, she was a, a director of nursing. Oh, wow. My whole life. Wow. I've been in the nursing field. I've been a CNA. I've I was a cook for uh, a nursing home. That was my first ever job. Um, my mom was really amazing but my mom didn't know how to handle her anger yes and so after this fast forward i get burnt i'm asking why but i'm like you know what god chose to bless me today so that that was the re the, the the switch in your head yeah. as you said that yeah and i had my mom i mean i had my mom there at the hospital and she because of the she she called me selfish while i was in the hospital all these uh. things because I didn't let her feel the emotions of me being burned alive. Just and slight narcissism. It, 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 yes, absolutely. Not to say that about her, but it's just- Oh, no, it, it's, it's the truth. That's yeah. the thing. Like I'm, I'm to the point where, you know, uh, you know a, a duck is a duck, Yeah. right? And I, I love my mom because she gave me yeah. life. Um, but, because of her example, I switched it and I said, God gave me a moment in time to stop. And we don't get times to stop. Yeah. God said, you know what? You're going to be in this hospital bed for two months, no matter what, no matter what happens outside, 
no matter what the government does, no matter what they're saying at church, you're not leaving this bed. You know, I could walk, you know, I didn't get burned on my legs, mm -hmm. so I, I could get up and walk and stuff I had to, but like, you're not leaving this hospital. You're not going anywhere. And you started to see that as a, as the blessing, as the, 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 the reframe of God, why did this happen to me to like, well, God, what can we create out of this? What's yeah. the meaning out of this? Well, I poured the foundation very quickly when I got home from New Zealand. I just like, let's make a house, right? Uh -huh. Okay, there's no, there's not gonna be a basement, so let's just, you know, let's just make the foundation and that's it, right? Let's just do a, a slab of concrete. But I didn't put any of the, you know, relief points in it. And so it was cracking and it was degrading. God, you know, and I, I don't talk about God a lot. I, I probably should, because I, I'm definitely very well, with spiritual. A, with a story like this, man. Yeah. I, mean. I he said, I'm going to tear it all up for you. I'm going to tear this foundation and I think you should build a basement. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It, it, it gave me that, that, that time. And I, after that healed, um, was still, still married and everything. Um, things happened within the marriage. It really, we just really, really were not made for well, each other. Well, to hear your situation, you know, and that's where sometimes people, you know, it, it's it's tough because outsiders, we don't know the full context. Yeah. And we, we automatically, it's quick to assume, quick to judge, even as a believer, we, we judge. Like oh, yeah. We, if we're human, we fall to that. Yeah. But to hear even just a quick example you described where you went to, you went to New Zealand for two years to do a mission trip. You... All you did was talk about Jesus. You didn't even hug a woman. Like, like you obviously were raised in a very uh, um, uh, simple yet protected life. And it's and and you come back and you have your your mother who you know bless her and like the things you said, but say, this is who I love and this is who you should be with. And so you you didn't understand what your love was. You understanded what her love is, and so you just took that on. But so to be in like a marriage of that sense, like it's it's. There's oh, not yeah. much to not much there's, to like blame on that. There's because... nothing to be. There's no nothing concrete. So it's it's gonna it's gonna end. And my parents, they told me, divorce is not an option. Which is even puts even more pressure. Yeah. And then my parents got divorced. Oh. And then so, uh, a crumbling of belief, you could say, and then I. But it also at the same time gave me permission. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, if I could see that my mom would do X, Y, and Z to my dad, who is an extremely humble, um, he's a good man. He's quite, I've, I've only heard my dad raise his voice once in my entire life. Wow. My dad, he's the guy you don't cross because you're, he's your dad. But if my dad could, could be married and go through life for 20 plus years, well then I, whatever, whatever I got going on, I could just stick in it, right? Mm -hmm. And my dad got divorced, which gave me permission and then it, it very smoothly went just boom, done. Yeah. You know, it went that way. Um, and it was, wow, it was, I, I can't believe, you know, in that sh short period of time in, in my life, right? It's only been, it's only been almost six years since I got back from New Zealand. Night and day, right? Right. Just especially probably when you made that transition and... Oh yeah. 
got out of that because you were you were forced in that sense and and I know this 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 may feel like it's like well how's this relevant to to business or you know what's what's the the purpose of all this the purpose is, is that you are freaking relating with a lot of people more than you know through this there are people that come through uh, very uh, disgruntled. Uh, um, upbringings let's be real everyone has some traumas coming up oh yeah whether it's low or not it's not like to say that you come from a, a broken family it's like well how broken because everyone has a broken family in some sense yeah i mean other than that other than my mom being frustrated my mom made six figures right my dad was a teacher so he was home when i was home he was off for the summers i had a great family i was not in like a what people quote unquote broken family mm -hmm. But my mom was also the person that would scream at you and someone knocks on the door and she's like, oh, hey, everything's great. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's just, it's such a testament here for parents right now listening that it's not enough to be 80% good, have make the money and all that because you see the repercussions, even though you've decided to create your own life, you see the repercussions of how those few moments have shaped, shaped you in, in oh, not a good 100%. way. And, and also that... That, that authoritative, you know, helicopter, you should do this, don't do that, you love this woman because like this right here is an example to, to, to not go down that route and to know that every moment matters for a child because you're, you're not just impacting entrepreneurs right now, you're impacting parents through yeah. your story. And you now are in this position where you've liberated yourself you're now creating your own life. I, I just got to commend you one more time. Thank you. To, to have the emotional intelligence to to share this in the beginning and, and not to suppress that like i really respect that and yeah. i Thank i you. know there are people that are touched from that and i want people to know that dusky right here like dude you're on a whole different trajectory with your life dude <laughs> yeah. and i would love for you to share because you went from pepsico and then what what was happening when you're working with this top company so so i went from coke um got headhunted became the youngest regional marketing manager for PepsiCo in the world. Wow. Um, basically, I went from a guy that was stocking shelves, kicking Pepsi butt. That the reason why they headhunted me is because I was doing some good things over here. And they, they couldn't get me on an hourly wage. I was like, there's no way. You gotta pay me like, there's gotta be a lot of zeros right here a year yeah. if you want me to switch teams. So they did that and automatically, I had 80 employees. Automatically, I'm doing HR and payroll and regional marketing, right? Automatically, I have all these things just like, I've never done this. I've never done, I've never had an employee. I've never done HR. I've never done payroll. I've never done all these things. Yeah, you got thrown in the fire. But they were like, we, this guy is kicking our butts on all fronts. We are losing sales because of him. Wow. We got to have him. Whatever it takes, we don't care what position it goes into, he can learn, we'll do it. Obviously, if he's kicking his, uh, our butts over here, he can help us kick their butts. Yeah. Because literally, all it is, is when it comes to that space, it's Coke versus Pepsi, we all know that, right? So I get headhunted. The nice thing is, is my mom has had employees almost my whole life. She's been director of nursing. I know how to run a ship, right? I know how to get on and be like, you do the sales, you man the cannons, this is how we're gonna go. So me being, how old was I, 22, 
22, 23. Wow. Working with people that were older than me, much older, 40s, 50s. And me be like, you're going to do this. And the good thing that my mom taught me and my dad taught me very young, when I was probably five years old, if I had a problem with a child, with another kid or another parent, like I didn't like their, the way that they parented me or they said something to me, my mom would say, okay, let's go to their house, knock on their door and say, my son want, needs to talk to you. And she would, my mom would have them sit down and me sit down and I would look them in the eyes and I would say, no I didn't way. like the way you did this. That, well, kudos to your mom for yeah. that. See, That's there was, huge. There, my mom yeah. was, was yes. incredible. So I knew how to sit down with people older than me and say, hey, listen, you're not doing your job. I know I've only been here for a week, but in this week, I've seen that you're failed in everything. Wow. Or, man, why aren't you getting paid more? I probably fired the most people and gave the most raises in, <laughs> in two months. And maybe that's, maybe that's because I felt like, and it wasn't, it wasn't the ego thing, but I felt like maybe the canvas had to be my own. Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh, I'm going to make this my own and be like, whoever was before me, they did it all wrong or anything. It was, you know what, if uh, many of the people that I let go on my team, I found other places for them to go. They didn't, they didn't have to be deployed back into the workforce yeah. as Jason says it. They, they found other places they fit and I, I help them be there. Cause I don't want to freak. I don't want them to go home them. to their parent, to their family with two kids and say, I lost my job because this 22 year old kid decided I wasn't doing my job. Yeah. Right. Like the audacity. Right. So did that killed it. Like how, absolutely. How long were you working in there before you transitioned out? <sighs> Almost two years. Two years. So, uh, crushed it. Just did awesome. We had, we went through COVID, had the highest sales, just kind of like Jason a little bit. Um, and Jason I keep, Haugen I keep talking about listening. Jason Haugen because we just, we just finished uh, his podcast and everything. And they got a bromance going on lately. I, I'm obsessed with the guy and he knows <laughs> it. And that's just the way it goes. Well, that's the reason why we met. If yeah. it wasn't for Jason, we wouldn't exactly. be Exactly. So, so, um, so then I crushed it and then I had, I went through divorce. Mm. The day I, the day that I, cause my ex-wife wasn't going to be the one that says I want a divorce because I made all the money. Mm. You know, she, there were some other things in there that was not okay. Marriage wise that you had, things you were had going, things were going on and it was just a matter of time before I just said, here's the hammer. So I, the same day they said, here's the hammer. I went into Pepsi and I said, I quit my job. Peace. Wow. Doing great. All the numbers I had the, in fact, I built my team so they could do the, do the job without me. That's so when I went in and I, I, I looked my boss in the eye, the, the president of the Utah of Utah. Mm -hmm. Right. And I said, here are my keys to my van. I quit. And he was like, why there was no, I was, I, in fact, two months, if I would have stayed for 30 days, I would have gotten a $30,000 check for my bonus for the year before. Wasn't worth it. I'm gone. I moved from Ogden to uh, Eagle Mountain, which is about two and a half hours away, mm -hmm. south. Changed my life. Um, used my background in marketing to work with a bunch of other contracts. Uh, worked for a couple of entrepreneurs doing visual marketing. Made them tons of money for good and for bad. Mm -hmm. You know, my, when I do, I do, I do what I'm hired for, right? I'm good at marketing. I'm good at 
at photos, at videos, at strategically doing X, Y, and Z. And, and then I said, I decided, well, actually, in fact, I was working for an entrepreneur. He fired me because, because there was an article that came out about me, about being a great photographer in Utah, and it didn't mention his name. No way. And he, yeah. he fired you because of that. He fired me. Oh, geez. He fired Blessing me. Blessing in disguise. Because, and and the, one of the reasons why that article was important is because I was looking into, as a marketer would, how to get blue check marks on Instagram. Yeah. Right? It was very important. It's very important for people that are important. Yes. Right? That's a, that's a staple. Nowadays, anybody can buy it. Now we but, got 15 bucks. Let's yeah. Go. But back in the day, people used to spend 40 grand to Trust get that me, blue I check mark. I was tempted. So, yeah. Like people are like, I could do it for 10, 15. And you're like, okay. Yeah. So I got fired when that article came out and I, you know, and through this, I'm, I'm, I'm dating who's now my second wife, which you, you treat her so well. And she's it's, the bomb. Oh my gosh. And I love, if we that. want a whole hour long of me just talking about my wife, I could do that. I bet you can. Um, I, I got, before we continue on, I got two questions because there's so much to your story here yeah. and I, I want to unpack this so people can really take some nuggets besides the inspiration, all this. Yeah. So number one, there are definitely listeners that are in their early 20s, maybe even early 30s, but really they are the young buck. They, they took on a big role or they built their role. I know I felt this when I consult people in companies who are twice my age, yeah. thousand X my income potential, like you know nine figure, 10 figure businesses. I'm like, who am I, right? Like I'm this young guy, I don't have the experience like them, but you've mastered that. What would be a tip for someone like that that's in a position who's maybe still struggling or they just got in that position and they need to know how to step up as a Dusky that shows up the way he did for uh, PepsiCo? What would be a, like a tip on that? Remember that you are the one. Like, remember that you are the one, not a one. Mm. When I go and I talk with people that make, I've been, I've, I've conversated with people that are close to a billion dollars, right? I will talk to them like I'm talking to you. I'll talk to them like I'm talking with, you know, uh, my media team. I will talk to them the same because I'm the one. Mm. Who I am and what I know, my knowledge of what I can do, put me in this space with you right now because I'm the one you need to talk to. And the other way around. You, I'm, I'm here in this space right now because guess what? I need to talk to you. Mm, dude, that's so good. Like right now, like two seconds ago, you were wearing a different jacket, right? But <laughs> <laughs> right now, for some reason, you're the one and you're in a different jacket and I need to be here with you because in the exact state you're in because of some way. Yeah. Something, something in here, either me from you or you from me, probably a little bit of both, we're the one. So like being not just present. Yeah. It's being in that position at that moment, but owning that moment, that yeah. confidence. Because what, what stood out, and I love that example, is what, what, what stood out when you dis described how you showed up and, and you look people in the eye and all that. And that was just a small taste of what you actually did in the full extent. But it, you showed up with radical authenticity and confidence. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're 22 or 23, 
people see that in you, they, they might scoff for a little bit, but they'll be like, well, this guy actually knows what he's doing and he, he embodies it and he's not questioning himself. Let me yeah. respect it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. I always look at it as Clark Kent becomes Superman yeah, after like ripping that. off the clothes. <laughs> My dad loves Superman and I was raised, I was raised to be a Superman. Mm. And so when you're ripping off the clothes, like I always think about it, like think about your Clark Kent, you're like running down because you're the one and you rip off your clothes because you are the one and you launch. That's us. Wow. We're launching. We're right here. We're, it's not just being, pre being present is one thing. I can listen to you all day and answer right. your questions. But now, now because of who you are, because of you and, and, and your partner and everything, you have a piece of me. Whether you like it or not, I'm invested into you for a long time. Well, I'm, I'm going to text you. All right, let's I'm gonna, go. I'm going to bug you. I'm Come like, on, how I'll are bring you? It. What text can me, I do? Baby. When can I be out there again? Where, when can I Send be around you? Send me those 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, you know, text. Careful, careful. But <laughs> it's because now I love people and I want to serve people. Yeah, I see but that in you. No matter what, no matter what you, there's only, how do I say this correctly? Because I believe that you can lose yourself in the service of others mm -hmm. and you can stop caring for yourself. True. And, but when you need to upgrade your life, right? And you're working on yourself, you will give yourself a million percent when you have that the one moment, right? When you have that moment, you care about yourself. So you know the best way for me to care about you is not just care about you, give you a piece of me, because now I care about me and you in you. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I give, I literally give me, and my success now is your, like I want you to be successful. You know, Jason, right? When we sat down before a podcast, he said, you know, I want to get on more podcasts, which I think everyone would love to, and I wanna speak more. Sure, and entrepreneurs, that's probably like a, a thing. A but, common thing. But Jason's them. different. Yeah. And I know that because I gave him a piece of me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build an entire thing around this idea Bro, to put you, you on it. stage. And I did. And that's, that's what, what Dusky, uh, that's, what, <laughs> that's what Rogue World is. Yeah. That was created because of what you just said. You, you gave a piece into Jason. You believed in him. And uh, dude, that is, and we're going to talk about Rogue World here shortly, but that was phenomenally said, like the way that you described that just, you are the one, like you're listening right now, you are the one. It's up to you if you want to take that decision and step into it or not. When I told Tony I was going to speak on stages all over the world, I had no reason or confidence to do that. But I stepped in exactly. I said, I am the one. I'm the confidence. And my life changed from that, even though I had no reason or foundation to that. But you stepped into it. And so, okay. Yeah. You want to I add something? I, I think you saying that put your first coat of foundation down. Maybe it's not like, it's not formed yet, but right. you spilled the concrete in. Spilled something in there. There was an action, there was an action taken from doing that. Yes, there was. So my second question is, and this one's a little bit on the different side of the spectrum here, but it's around your previous relationship. And I just really felt called because you're in a, that's a very unique setup of what happened, the way you kind of almost got forced into that. And I felt like there was someone that's listening that has 
a current situation they're in like that. Yeah. Where they feel like it looks so good on the outside with their, their spouse, husband or wife, they're dead inside. Mm-hmm. It's they, they, but they also have these values and beliefs of like, well, I just can't give up. And, and you know, it's, it's not aligned with me, but they just feel dead. Like, I know you're not a relationship expert, but you have this past experience. Oh, yeah. What would you just say, whether it's just a word of encouragement or just some like personal advice for someone that maybe was in the position that you're in right now or you were in at that one point? Think about how I word this in the most effective way. (sighs) Going along the same lines of, you know, you're the one, you're here, you're Superman ripping off of his clothes, right? Well, how long do you want to be Clark Kent for? You know, when you feel like you could do more or you're dead inside or you're not happy in a relationship. One, I'm, I'm never going to say divorce is the first answer, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the first. Just because you're unhappy, blah, 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 because, because your, your wife nags you to do your laundry, right? That's just, uh, I feel like there's got to be more to it, right? But you know, you know when it's when that's the reason. Um, you've you've thought about it. You've talked about it with your spouse. You've talked about, hey, you maybe you've gotten arguments. Un- it's unhealthy and it's draining you. What I would say, the first step is, go get in your car, and talk out loud to yourself. Mm. Interesting. And tell yourself what you are thinking about doing. Go into a car and say, I am not happy and I am, I feel broken or I feel like I'm being held back by my marriage. When you say it, rather than just think it, it allows your brain to give you the correct answer because you'd be like, I think my marriage is the reason that's holding me back. Does your brain say yes? Or does your brain say, no, it's because you don't wake up until 11 a.m. in the morning. Like you're unhappy in your marriage because you're a fat slob Mm. you're, or you're unhappy in your marriage because you're not with the right person. Like this, this girl was definitely, there was, there was nothing, there was, there wasn't anything there. It was a fake sense of we, we don't know what we're doing. Frick, she was 19 when we got married. I was 20. You think I know anything about love or life or anything? I, I got married four months to the day of, of getting home from New Zealand. Wow. Four months to the day. Do you think I knew what a, any of these feelings are? No, I, I haven't even hugged a girl. And now I'm coming home marrying a girl four months? The emotions and immaturity that come from that. So what I say is go talk to yourself. Two, be honest. I've never heard that before. Like in that sense, that is to talk that out and to hear it, especially when you're in a decision. That's, that's incredible. That's how I do all, everything. Actually, I'll have a moment where I don't drive with the music on. Mm. I, and it might, maybe I'm schizophrenic or whatever, but, uh, and hopefully it didn't Well, you got so much sense, going through your head. Like you yeah, said, you got to verbalize it. I talk yeah. to myself. I say, Hey, Dusky, are you ready to take on an event where you're going to have people fly in from other states to come speak at, and they're all going to depend on your organization and you have three other companies that you're running right now, soon to be another one. 
Are you ready for that? Can you do that? Can you handle that to your full extent? My brain says, absolutely, because you're doing it for the right reasons. Wow. It already answered it. You know the answers. Yeah. You do. You knew like the moment that we were like, hey, we'd love to fly out to you. You think about it for a second. The best way to let your brain get clear is just, just say it. Hey, is it a good idea to have Dusky out and be on my podcast? Yes. Booyah. That's so good. That's just how, that's just how I've always done it is I talk out loud because it gives my brain a moment to think clearly. Yeah. Some people say, you know, write it out, which is great, mm-hmm. but that's like a, a, a step further. And going back to the relationship side of it, like think about that. Like if you're having these stories playing through your head, do like what Dusky did, talk yeah. it out, hear it out. And then like you said, there might be most times where your brain says, you're waking up at 11 a.m., dude. Yeah. You're, you're the reason why you're unhappy is not because of your wife. It's because you're not showing up for her because you're already so late in the day. Exactly. You're not taking care of yourself. Like, and to be honest, like that, that's going to hit home for a lot of people, my yeah. friend. And put religion aside. I think that's a big important thing, too. Mm. I think religion is extremely important, but people, people will hold to their religion. And, and I say this because I'm, re- I, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily super religious, but I have been people hold to the answer of their religion as I am. I am. If I do this thing, I cannot be this thing Mm. when that's not the case. You mean hold like, what do you mean by that? Like with the the practices itself, like the The religion I was a part of was, was I was LDS. Okay. You know, Latter-day Saints, very Christian base, you know, anything. And and I, I would never speak ill, but in that, religion it is extremely frowned upon to get divorced Mm -hmm. so people think that if they get divorced that now they cannot hold to their religion but that's not the case because and that's that's actually not it's not a teaching of that religion but it's like an external like everyone's taught like oh he got divorced there's something wrong with him he probably did x y and z and that's why they're divorced now which is just toxic man when yeah. you have to deal with that so yeah when you're when you when you talk out loud to yourself just be honest be honest with yourself because if you're not and you get divorced you're going to hate yourself mm. you will you just threw away something amazing and good luck good luck after that Dude, this is like, this is so good. And I, I, I'm, you know, we're, I want to hear all about Rogue World, but I just appreciate you sharing this because this is the fun thing about podcasts and interviews is, oh yeah, is we're going to see where the Holy Spirit takes this. That's, that's what I, I always say. We prayed before this and I appreciate you praying with me. Oh, on absolutely. That. And we just say, let that direct and guide. And I don't think to this date, uh, there's ever been a conversation like this with a guest. Thank and you. for you to, to, to provide that. And it's not like you're trying to share things that you know about, but you haven't experienced. These are things that you experience and it's yeah. just your reality. Yeah. Right. So there's a different type of depth and weight to that. Yeah. And um, I, I just, I know this is really transforming someone's life, but let's pivot here. Let's pivot into this, nice. this crazy audacious idea, which now I get to be part of this crazy <laughs> audacious idea, which is called Rogue World. Yeah. You mentioned how this started because Jason wanted to become a speaker or wants to speak more. And you're like, let me help you. Yeah. Which, which says a lot about the, the influence you have. Thank you. Um, but tell us about Rogue World. What's the mission to it? 
uh, especially if people want to be part of it or even the next events. I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Man, um, I wanted to, I want to build an event that feels so electrifying, like that you feel it in your toes, right? Like, like people remember that one time that they saw Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. right? They remember that one time and the feeling and they oh, were, yeah. they were clapping and they were going crazy and they, they love it because they felt it. Like I always say you feel it in your toes, right? Because I always feel it in my heart. I always feel it in my head. You know, my, my arms are always moving, but that doesn't mean I'm always moving my feet, you know? So when you feel it in your toes, you, yeah, know, that's you, when you yeah, know, it's gone through your whole body. <laughs> I wanted to build an event that would launch. And when I say launch, I mean aggressively launch every speaker and every listener there. Like I'm going to come in screaming at the top of my lungs because and I, I get so excited just thinking about it. I get excited seeing you there. I mean, like, you ready to rock the world? You ready to rock this stage right now? Yeah. We're only going to let 300 people in this room. I'm going to fire it up right now. The man. reason why we're going to do that, the reason why there's only going to be 300. Could there be 3,000? Could, you know, I, I could have gone to Vivint Smart Home Arena, which is going to be the Delta Center, and I, I could have been like, we're going to book this whole thing out. Could have called the right people and said, I need money, I need X, I need boo, I... You know, I've, I've gotten in contact with Tony himself. You know, I know exactly how to book him. I know exactly his costs because I've done it before. Uh, not booked him before, but I've, I've gone through all of that, worked with his assistant, and, I, and they're like, we're, we're ready when you are. And I say, hey, I'm not ready right now, but I will be in the next couple of years. Let's go. I've already done that. So I could have done that. I don't want to yet because guess what? The key word is yet. The 300 people in that room if they don't float out of that, I've failed them. Mm. I, I mean, like literally, like when they're walking, it's not that they're so happy. It's that even the earth cannot hold and contain what their spirit is raising them right to. now, man. Like I, I want to want to come be part of this event after that. And I, I, Jason planted a seed. Right. I built it because I'm like, this is, this is going to be, this is going to launch him for it. I want, and he's already a great speaker. He doesn't need me. He does not need me whatsoever. He's going to speak this year. He's going to be on more podcasts. He doesn't need me, but how, what is a friend for? If a friend doesn't say, you might not need me to do it, but I'm going to get you there a little quicker. Get on my back. Let's go. Right. I don't need to be the guy. I don't need to be, you know, me in, in a poster, me there, and then everyone off of me and be like, you got to come to Rogue World, right? <laughs> Look at me. You know what? Like, I don't need to be that guy. You're going to be like five feet tall and everyone else is like two inches. Yeah, like, be like, like images. hey, you want to learn how to be super cool like me? No, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Maybe, you know, I even told this to my media guys, like, I want to be the third or the fourth guy behind everyone else. Mm. Like... Rogue world is about breaking the barriers of the natural man, mm. right? And that's why, you know, something a little, a little bit of a hint into speaker's gifts is I got custom baseball bats for everybody with their name on it. Wow. And it's going to say on it, breaking the barriers of the natural man. That's cool. Because man. you use bats to break some shiz, <laughs> right? That's cool. So rogue world, get back into that kind of ease 
bring it down a notch. Yeah, you can just see a little, yeah, a little I, bit I, of I was about to stand up right now. This guy was and, floating off the yeah. earth over here. Um, <laughs> June 17th, 2023. You know, if you're listening to this podcast years down the road, you can look it up on the news now. Oh, this is going to be, if you're listening to this years <laughs> down the road, even a year from now, yeah. this is going to be like the, the archaic message of what you're seeing now, which is exactly. even bigger. Like this is the Genesis event. So I needed, I, what I needed after I decided the game plan, I need a team. Like, you know how to build a really good team? You build the all-star team. You don't just go build the team and just get some guys together and say, oh, you can speak and my guy is a neighbor over here. I needed, I, I needed to pity the fool and build the A-team, mm -hmm. right? How, how do I do that? I go to the people that, that I know. Well, Jason's going to speak at it because the whole concept was planted by him. And that guy, he gets on stage. He talks to you. When I talk to it's... I don't want this to sound too weird, but I crave talking with Jason. I crave talking with, you know, like my wife. I crave talking to, there's a lot of individuals in my life. They know, uh, one, his name is Todd. I call him every morning. He lives in Portland, Oregon. I call him every single morning and we talk business. Mm. We don't even have, we have one business together, but it's not like anything he has to really be a part of, but we talk, we tell each other all these things. But Rogue World, I then now said, okay, I need X, I need Z. Now there was an event that happened last year um, in Utah that showed me how to not throw an event. Mm. I've seen a couple of yeah. those, actually it, a lot of those. Yeah, it showed me how to, how to hurt people. Mm. It showed me how to, the event itself, the actual speakers had good messages, but the leading up right? Showed me how to hurt people, showed me how to not represent the people that should be there. Yeah. Right. Like, I think that when it comes to speaking, women in the next three to five years are going to, even though they're there, I'm not saying that there's men and women or anything like that. I just particularly think that if, if we're here, men, women, women are going to go, Oh man. And go yeah. there because they've got it. There's something there in there the way is. that the world is working right now that women just I don't there's powerhouses. Yeah. They have the electricity right now. It's and I will say this and I get what you're saying. It's here now. It will be even more three to five exactly. years. Like they're already like like Emily, she and that's a big reason you reached out because you yeah. needed a powerful woman. Mm -hmm. And and for any women listening right now, this is probably you, especially if you could resonate with this. You need a powerful woman who who can talk shop and inspire the boys, but doesn't compromise her feminine nature. Amen. And the more, and that's why, like, and I've, there's many millions of things on why I love Emily. <laughs> but one of the things that I was just blown away, and I know many people are, is how powerful and how uh, um, a, a driven and leadership minded, which is masculine things, and she could take it with the boys and, and, and not seem like, oh, well, Emily's over there. We'll talk to her first or anything. She could be in there and lead the oh, boys, yeah. but she's still in her feminine nature. That's what I need there. That's the balance. Yeah. And there is no technical actual balance, but that's the, that's the synergy. Yeah. And, uh, and for women that are speakers, like you said, 
you're needed. Yeah. People need that because you, you, you speak to us men and let alone you speak to women differently, but you speak to us men differently when we could be like, wow, that woman we could respect because she knows her business and all that. But wow, the way that she is like still in her flow and feminine, but she's so powerful. Like men, we can't do that. There's no one better to bring a man to his knees than a woman. Yeah. Than a woman in her true essence. Yeah. Like my wife is one of the most pure purest souls and I, i'm not saying that in like a whole like because i love her take that aside my wife is a pure soul and in, in the oh. way she acts she's very clean in her reactions yeah that woman brings i i could listen to my wife speak and she bring me to my knees uh she, she's not into it um or anything like that but i need women like her so i started looking for women like my wife Oh, that's a, that's, found, that's a cool standard. To you know, have. and I found, you know, people that are powerful, they're not afraid of being who they are, feminine, and they're ready to rock the boat, they're ready to rock the house. So that's why, you know, Emily was that first girl that came in and, and then we rocked, we, we, I mean, we got some great speakers that followed her because of you guys. It's been awesome. And now Rogue World, we have this synergy, like it's, I, it's literally, and we haven't even announced all the speakers yet. Oh man! So like, you, well, you got one more special speaker, which is uh, the vertical blonde. I Sarah is I've I've never been so stoked. Like, I'm building an event that I want to go to. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm doing. That's the best way to do it. And then I'm gonna rock the like the the event center itself will just awe the mind, right? Yeah. Because on top of being motivated and learning skills and everything. I love magic. Like I love, I don't do magic, but like, I love magic. One of the things, if you ever want to see me cry, take me to Disneyland. Oh, like the, oh, Disney shoot. magic. Did you dude. not tell them we're going to Disney after this? Oh man. I actually, <laughs> I actually joked tell, with tell, them. Tell the pilots we'll stay an extra yeah, day. Let's there you go. go. To freaking Disneyland. We'll be good. They, that's all I good. Mean, that's something we'll talk at dinner. <laughs> Let's go. So, but I want people to go there be inspired and learn. Yeah. I don't want you just be inspired back. Like, Woo, that yeah, was great. You got to learn. I, you got to learn. You got to know what to do next. What's the next step? Not just for you, not for me, but you know, anybody that comes there, but also I want you to go and like with like a level of awe, like how the, how, how did they do that? Mm -hmm. And then just be like, oh, okay, you know, how do I do that again? Oh, dude, your, your passion is just contagious. And, you know, it, it, it reminds me of when, for those that have been part of my journey, you understand that a couple months ago, no, October 22nd, 2022 was my first ever event that I put on. Heck yeah. so that's why, that's why I reached out to you. Cause I was like, how can I help? Absolutely. And, but everything you're saying, like, it is so important to know what it shouldn't be. I've seen so many events that I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to just be just rah, rah with no education. Yeah. I don't want it to be where it's just boring and you want to get out of the seats. Like it's got to be immersive. So yeah. I feel your passion. I know what you're going to create that one event then led to another event three months later, which was even bigger. And now Heck I'm on a yeah. whole different trajectory. So Love what it. you're about to do June 17th, I'm honored to be part of. It's, it's quite, uh, Same. It, it, thank you. It's very, for, for those that know my story, you know, 
where Sarah Foley, Vertical Blonde, plays. She was one of my first clients' personal training, and she's the one that then invite, we transformed her body, then we helped people with all different spinal cord injuries around the world uh, transform their body, and then she was the one that brought me to my first Tony event because I didn't know about Tony. So there's a lot of synergy there, and so to have my beautiful love, Emily, me, and Sarah all on stage. Oh, we're gonna rock the place. How can people find out about this event? The best way to do that right now is go to any speakers, like anybody that's speaking at the event. So you, uh -huh. me, will be sharing the links. You can go to at Dusky Rogue, which is how you can find me. And I have the link in my bio. It's okay. the only link I have. Um, I, that's probably the we'll put best it in the way. Show. We'll put it in the show notes too. So. Yeah. We, we, we did like a little uh, event bright you know link and everything it's just easy to manage yeah. that way and you're already like selling tickets fast by the time people listen to us there might be only a few tickets left that's like, true yeah absolutely we we've been selling through we've got, we've landed sponsors and everything and one thing i want to just make very clear before we you know head out on this is i'm not making a dime from this there's no profit to be made from this event on my behalf of, of, of starting it, right? Mm -hmm. Every single, any ounce of any kind of profit will go back into the event to create more. Create that experience. I'm not gonna walk away and be like, oh, I just made all this money from, from all these people and people coming speaking. Not one dime, yeah. not one dime will be made it will all be put back into the event and the experience of those that are coming. Yeah, you truly care about the experience for the people. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited to pour into that, my friend. Heck yeah. So two more quick questions here because you are an open book and we could go many routes. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And uh, what's big vision look like for you? Like five, 10 years from now, people are gonna be following you. Make sure you follow Dusky Rogue on YouTube. But like, where? Where are you going? Put us in your mind for a quick minute here. You know, my, my vision um, is, is a little bit unlike anybody else. In 10 years from now, shoot, I'm, hopefully I, I can convince my wife to have one more kid with me. That'd be great. Um, but I think... I think my businesses will come to an end by that time. I'll be speaking and you know doing podcasts and everything. But my most important thing is I want to at that time be creating incredible memories with those that are close to me. Include my family one, but Jason, Soli, you, I want to be the guy that creates an experience mm. unlike others. Like you can see that with Rogue World. I think in 10 years, Rogue Liquidity, Rogue X, all these amazing things will come to a close and, and just wind down and everyone will make their money and be very happy and all the things. But in 10 years, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be that, I'm gonna be that guy that calls you and says, hey, I'm going to Texas and I'm gonna go hog hunting and I want you to come with me. Do you wanna come? Ah, oh, dude, I'm so busy. Ah, stop that, let's go. I'll pay for it that kind of thing yeah. and it's not that I want to flex or anything like that it's because my life is going to be built off of experiences and helping people and you know how people say elevate your life let's talk about planes instead of flying coach fly first class because every single time you walk past those seats you will never you'll never not want to fly first class you'll do anything you can you'll elevate your life mm -hmm. to do 
that two, $300 more for that flight, right? So if I can inadvertently be a mentor of you with you having fun and say, this could be your life if you just put in a little bit more effort. Here you go. I'm gonna give you the gift and you're gonna be like, I had a taste. How could I do that again? Mm -hmm. That's where my 10 years is. I know that sound, that doesn't sound like I'm gonna be a billionaire, I'll be hundreds of millions of dollars or All anything right. like that because my life is, I am not made, I, I know that I'm not made to just build until billions. Yeah. I am made to say, I know how to elevate your life. I'll take care of it this time. That's so cool. That is. But next time, it's on you. Yeah. You wanna get in a private, you want, like Jason did this for me today. Right? Today was my first ever time getting a private jet. Wow. First flight ever. Do you think I'm ever going to want to fly in anything but a private jet ever again? No, because he did that experience for me. I, heck, I paid for it. It's, it, it. It was an experience that I could have paid for, but I, was, I never took that step. Yeah. But I had someone come into my life and say, So you want to create that for people now? I want to do that, and I want to I show you what this looks like when you're here. So now the gap, yeah, oh, so much easier because you're hungry. You know how it tastes. You had a taste of the cake. You want the whole cake. Yeah. Let's get it. so good. You know, you, you, you remind me of, and I know that you're not, your main focus is to build huge companies. Who, who knows? That might just be inadvertently what happens. True, true. But your main true. focus, your North Star is not that, which is really cool. But you remind me, I had a flash of like Richard Branson and Thank like you. how he has all the success, but you look at him now, and I know you're not going to be 70 to, to feel these things. You're going to be way younger. Uh -huh. He just has fun experiences. Like he's playing chess with guys I know at his uh, island in, in, you know, Necker Islands. And he's traveling the world and doing these things. And I'm sure he brings a lot of people with. Like, like I just got a flash of that. I was like, I could see you being that type of guy yeah. where you have all the success, but you're not working 80 hours a week. And you're I'm not, doing these things. I don't want to be the guy that I'm like, look at me. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that serves you. Yeah. I want to serve you the cake and say, look at what you could be because you are the one. That's a special trait, man. Not many people have that. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is, this has been incredible. Like I oh. feel like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that, you know, the, the energy drink we just, <laughs> but I feel invigorated from just yeah. this conversation because it's, I just want people to understand that they are the one and I, I, I just want to be a part. I want to be one little piece yeah. of that journey. You're that last little puzzle piece that gets everything going and paint, makes the whole picture. And I get visible. to sit back with my 3D glasses on and be like, look, look at them go. Yeah. I'm so happy that I get to provide that little experience for them. And now look at them. It's an awesome mindset you got at such a young you. age. What Thanks. is, what is, what is your influence effect? Last, last question here before we wrap up. What is your influence effect? What would you describe that I as? Think, I think my influence effect comes from that experience of understanding and feeling unconditional love from somebody outside of your family. Because mm. when you get unconditional love from you, from Emily or your dog or anything like that, that's for... It's not always a given, I'm not saying it is, but when you have somebody that comes into your life 
and gives you un real un a friend that actually gives you unconditional love and says, I don't need anything from you, but I'm going to give you every opportunity I have. I'm going to give you, I'm going to do every single thing I do. Somebody that will come and even though you don't need money, they buy you something because they appreciate yeah. you. They give you that experience. My influence effect comes from me showing unconditional love Such a good answer. to others outside of the family. And I feel that from you. Thank you. Like we just met the first time, <laughs> literally. The trust that has been built in this room right now is unbelievable. Yeah. Because like we, I mean, we're already talking, we're, we're communicating, we're being vulnerable with each other. And I think it's because all I want to do is love, like love you in, yeah. in the most purest way yeah. of unconditional. Everyone in this room are people that have a piece of me and I know that they're the one, they can kill it. And I love them unconditionally. I want to show that to people that somebody else loves them other than their family. I think we mm. could solve a lot of problems that way. Oof. Man. <laughs> How can people find you? At Dusky Rogue on Instagram. It's yeah. the best way. Just if you, if you find that, DM me. We'll get on a phone call. All those things. Anybody I connect he with. He will get on a phone call with I you. I will. I will get on a phone call with you. My wife hates it sometimes because you know it's it's 12 at night yeah <laughs> or i've got i've had a phone call from somebody i'm i've been that guy that oh people can call when they're going through a hard time i've had someone call me at three o'clock in the morning and say i don't know what to do i'll be that guy i might not be able to give you money i might not be able to give you anything but tell you that i love you yeah but that's you can find me at dusky rogue find him at dusky instagram rogue. that's just the best way okay any final Rock words for the listener here? Any just final thoughts? Man, thank you. Thank you for this. This is different. Like this has been like something inside me from this conversation, sharing a little piece of me with you um, has, has changed for the better because of this experience. And I thank you for that. And anybody that's listening no matter what state of life you're in, be that a hospital bed, be that depressed, be that on top of the world, just you gotta remember that you are an individual and you are the one that is going to shake the foundation of the earth. So good. Man, it's been, it's been a privilege to have you. I didn't, I didn't know the full depth of what we can create on this interview. Yeah. I've, seen your, I've seen your bio, I've, I've done research on you. But it's so wild to see how I just quickly heard you mention when we we're talking beforehand about this burn exposure that you had. And to ask that one question and to see the rawness that came from that. Thank and you. I just acknowledge you for not holding back on that. I know that was in the very beginning, but you set a, a precedence for how people look at you and will continue to look at you because like you said, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. Don't ever stop that. Thank you so much. You want much. to stand out and be the one? That's it right there. Thank you. Like, I, I haven't seen people like that, really. It, I, it's hard for me to even think of one name that has that type of love that you bring out. And you're going to go so far in the way Thank that you. you help people, because that's your true calling. Oh, yeah. It's the way you want to help them. And uh, I acknowledge that because me personally, sometimes I forget to do that because I get in my own way, my own direction. So you just reminded me to just keep putting my heart on my sleeve keep leading with love 
And uh, dude, I'm excited to see what we can create together at Rogue World and all that to come. Heck yeah, thanks big dog. Appreciate you brother. Awesome, you guys heard it here from Mr. Dusky Rogue. Make sure to follow this guy on Instagram. Check out his link before either, whether you might see it and the event sold out, well, guess what? There's probably gonna be another one. Or you could still watch and, and tune in because uh, we are not stopping here. So go show him some love. The one thing we ask is just tag us on social media, your Instagram stories, Dusky Rogue, Jake Havron. And if something resonated in this podcast, which geez, there was a hundred things for me that resonated, but if one thing resonated, just reach out, send us a message, tag us. And we love seeing that because it's not just about the impact that we, we know that we're creating, but it's about knowing what that impact is. And so if you could specify that and share that, uh, it really just fills our cup of, of, of servitude and you matter and you are the one as Dusky has said yourself. So without further ado, have an incredible rest of your day. Go crush it and go lead with influence. We'll see you in the next episode.